On that note, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 214 of the No Podcast. We are no outside food or drink. The Southeast premier video game and music review podcast. The second part is made up. Join us every week at 8 o'clock-ish for our pre-show in which we talk nonsense. Um, I usually snip out these bits and put them at the end of the... All right, that's not going to look good on the stream. There he is. Uh, I usually snip out these bits and put them at the end of the episode. Make sure you listen after those closing credits written by a friend of the show, Joel Harden. Uh, This week, pretty good bit of news. The Sad Tale of Vicarious Visions canceled game. Question mark. What could that be? Uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 announced. Sounds like we just read the news on that one. Final Fantasy VII Anniversary announcements. Uh, Xenoblade Direct. Very specific Direct of the Xenoblade Persuasion. Uh, we have your late June Game Pass games. This should be quick. And another game added to Nintendo Switch Online. I'm, of course, one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. What's up? And Loremaster Cesar Concepcion II. I still prefer to be called Pagemaster. <laughs> uh, do you want me to start introducing you as Pagemaster? Sure. The, uh, the, it'd be a very small, select few people who understand that reference. So. The, the 1999... Pagemaster. Uh, Page Master, classic. I'm, I'm I have wearing Macaulay Culkin in the whole thing. I don't think I've it never was seen it. I don't know. Just no, it's way earlier because it was on a bunch of my VHS uh, previews. That's my only connection to that. I remember this massive media blitz, and then the uh, four the commercials. 94. Yeah, I knew it was early nineties. We need to, I guess, all watch Page Master together on a stream. We'll do one of those YouTube ones where there's like something in front of it and we can, we can get away license? with it. Is it Warner yeah. Brothers? Is it streaming somewhere, they... Cesar? Huh? The real question is because I get it, can I get it on Laserdisc somewhere? Why do we always go back to Page Master? It's one of our things. I don't know. It pops in my head every so often. Every time you say Lore Master, Page Master comes in my head. We need a, we need a, somebody to do a graphic shot with us replacing the characters on the, on the I mean, movie poster. He's and like, just, He's like Macaulay Culkin's on the cover, and he's straight yeah. wearing Harry Potter glasses. Yeah, before Harry Potter was even. He's got his arm up or something, right? Does he have a yeah. wand? Is he pointing a Lingardian <laughs> Liviosa? That's one cover. The other cover is him looking through two columns, just seeing his face, like in the distance, like looking uh, off at something. Definitely going the distance. Is he oh, making God. the face? He's going. Definitely going for speed. Believe it or <laughs> not, it's uh, it's a 20th Century Fox family feature, so it belongs to Disney. So it should be on Disney Ooh. Plus. Maybe. Possibly. Until there's Brent reaches of, for his copy of Page Master on DVD. There's a lot of stuff that, that's not on there. I mean, it's five ninety nine on Amazon for the Blu-ray, so it's not a bad deal. It's cheaper to buy the Blu-ray than to go on a streamable option. Yeah. Fourteen ninety nine to stream purchase outright, three ninety nine to rent. But as we all know and point out repeatedly on this podcast, we're getting further and further away from people owning physical media Blu-ray players in their home. Yeah. I see them at Goodwill all the time. I, I never thought it would be like this common thing. It's just nonstop Blu-ray players at Goodwill. Tons of them. Oh, you speak of a far-off dystopian future, sir. It's not that far-off, <laughs> sir. It, it is in my household. I don't know about yours. So. Oh, for sure. And I'm, but I'm, I'm talking about for the common, the common household. We are an uncommon household. I'm not worried about the common household because most of the common households got weird people in there. So if you want to go that <laughs> route, go for it. <laughs> Stay out of the common household. If you get invited yeah. into a common household, uh, about face and leave. Uh, speaking of the near dystopian feature, future, 
we almost had a Tony Hawk 3 plus 4 remake. Um, this comes from Video Games Chronicle. I actually watched this stream in which this claim was made, um, in which Tony Hawk was... Were they streaming the remake of 1 and 2? I think so. He was talking over it, I believe. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, it was a, like, a, like he was a developer interview or something like that, and, and Tony was there. Um, this comes straight from the horse's mouth. He said that was the plan, even up until the re- release date of 1 and 2. Hawk said we were doing 3 and 4, and then Vicarious got kind of absorbed, and then they were looking for other developers, and then it was over. He added, the truth of it is, Activision were trying to find somebody to do 3 and 4, but they just didn't really trust anyone the way they did Vicarious. So, as I'm watching the stream, it's very interesting, because nobody's skating. They're just sitting there as they're <laughs> chatting with Tony Hawk. You mm-hmm. see the chat. You see the chat over on the side go insane. They're like, what? And there's like all these gasping emojis, and people are reacting in real time. Um... So then someone else says, so they took other pitches from other studio. No, it was him. So they took other pitches from other studios. Like, what would you do with the THPS title? And they didn't like anything they heard. And then that was it. He says, who knows? Maybe when the dust settles, we'll figure it out. You never know. I never would have thought we were going to do one and two 20 years later. Eesh. So that was, I know that one was highly received and even got next gen patches and oh, switch yeah. support and all kinds of stuff. That thing was amazing, and I think most people, yeah, really hoped that we'd get a three and four. Yeah, because so. they hadn't those, that formula was still good. They hadn't like totally run it into the ground at that point, right? Yeah, and even the what was most revered after that was the underground ones. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Cesar laughs. You didn't like underground. Ben Majera. Yeah, I think I think by underground and underground two, people were starting to get that fit, fatigue, yeah, because they were trying to go different. I liked those because they were so out there. Um, what was it like a two three years ago? I popped in. Uh, I want to say one of the underground games that I made like this crazy created character that had like a neon <laughs> skeleton head and like weird <laughs> Bermuda shorts and like all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Because the stuff you could do was just outlandish. Um, so they they ended up taking advantage of like the next gen hardware and making good character creators and such. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But, I think um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four was the last one on N sixty four. I think I remember seeing that game on like in Walmart forever. Remember Walmart used to have the N sixty four like the slider things where you get the games. It was sideways because it was not the DVD case. And then they had to redo all those when the GameCube stuff started coming in so that it was like the vertical packaging. And then I remember seeing Tony Hawk in there sideways. <laughs> like, you, you just saw Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 in there sideways with all the other GameCube stuff. I think that got a GameCube native port as well. I was about to say, I, if I, when I remembered it, 1 and 2 were on PlayStation 1. And, you know. Um, I think 1 through 4 even were. Uh, as far as I remembered it, there was the three was that one that was in between and had two different versions of like a last gen next gen thing. I don't know if they ever did that with four. We'll never know. <clears throat> I'm looking it up. No, just leave it to mystery. We'll never know. We need that Tony Hawk lore. Actually, just no, like that no. stream, uh, we actually have Tony Hawk here on air. Welcome, Tony. Why would you like to expound any more upon the three and four? Rumor they're that you, great. 
that you unveiled there, Craig. It's only Tony Tiger. It's, yeah, thanks, Tony. Oh, damn it, Cesar. You booked the wrong Tony. Yeah. You know me. I'm a clutch. Yeah. Tony Hawk. It's a bird, not the tiger. Taka. Uh, yeah, got it. How did we book Tony the tiger? <laughs> just just look in it, it. It does. It seems like one, two, and three were on uh, 64 and PS1, and four mm-hmm. was next gen. GameCube, PS2 kind of deal. XBOX. Mm-hmm. All right, so you have to track down those games because now three and four are stuck on those platforms. I got them right here. But hopefully with this... Um, Brant's got his hard copy. The Activision Blizzard uh, possibly joining Xbox, Microsoft Studios. I mean, they could they could make that happen if they wanted to. Yeah. They're... There's obviously a market from that for that game. I mean that that game did really really well. That remake did. Who did Vicarious Visions get folded into? One of the Call of just Duty. Just Blizzard. Just yeah, they just, just kind of got fl- shuffled they're around. They're a Diablo remaster team. They did the Crash remake too, right? That was Bob's for Floyd. That, yeah, that was yeah yeah that was Toys for Bob. Okay, I thought they did just the Spyro game. Oh, they wait, did no, both no. of those. No no Toys for Bob did the. Uh, Spyro game. Did the Spyro. Vicarious Visions. Did the Insane Trilogy. That's how it boots up. Because they did a bunch of the, the Crash games that were on um, the Game Boy Advance. Aren't you playing one of those GBA game ones a, oh, couple, yeah. a couple months back? You were talking about how good it was. They did, the, they did some of the Spyro ones, too, I think. Fire I and Ice. And yeah. Season of Fire, Season of Ice, Season of George R.R. R. Martin. They we'll did get a new... Amazing. We'll get a new Spyro GBA game before we get the next uh, <laughs> <laughs> Song of Fire and Ice book. We'll all uh, get in in the afterlife. Next up, speaking of sequels in the afterlife, uh, Capcom is developing a Dragon's Dogma sequel, says Jay Peters at The Verge, aptly titled Dragon's Dogma 2. Uh, Capcom is developing a sequel to its 2012 high fantasy RPG, Dragon's Dogma. The company announced Thursday it will take advantage of Capcom's RE engine. Um, the Verge article goes on to note Capcom has been very busy with all the Resident Evil Village news, Street Fighter 6, and now Dragon's Dogma Dose. Did y'all watch this trailer at all? No, it was uh, on the same time as the other thing that was on, so one of them won. Yeah, the next the next story was on at the exact same time, so this kind of uh, had the misfortune of being in the background. And none I- of us have really dove into Dragon's Dogma Uno, correct? Mm-mm. I've bought it multiple times on multiple consoles, and I think I put three hours into it on the PS4 version, and here we are. It looks like my cup of tea. It looks like my jam. Like, uh, somebody had posted a graphic on Twitter where they're like, uh, the kids play, and that was like, uh, Elden Ring, and it says, now time for the adults to play, and it was Dragon Dogma 2. (laughs) I don't know what that means. I don't know if Dragon Dogma 2 is hard or not, but that was the thing going around. All right. If you were a fan of Dragon's Dogma, look forward to Dragon's Dogma 2. Uh, if you were a fan of Final Fantasy 7, you got a big show at the same time as Dragon's Dogma. All right. How come they didn't call this the live stream? That just dawned on me. Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 25th anniversary <laughs> live stream. All announcements. They sh- literally should have called this. Yeah, they could have gone with that. Final Fantasy games are known for for kind of invoking their own like faiths or religions. Like 10 had the... What was that called? It was like the faith. Isn't that what they referred to it as? Yeah. 
but Seven's like Seven's thing with all the spirits and the materia and the way the the material was like the embodiment of certain parts of the life stream and stuff like that. I just ate that shit up. <laughs> it was so awesome to me. And then when they went in the live stream, it was like, oh, God, look, they're they're in it. This is crazy. <laughs> all right. All your announcements from the Final Fantasy VII live stream. Do what? All your announcements are belong to us. Uh, this comes from <laughs> Clutch Points. From Franz Christian Ariota. Ararota. Sorry, Franz. Uh, my page all is right. buckling. It's Let's right. go, Richard. Wow, we'll close. <laughs> Famous Franz is go. I'll say front now. That's all I had. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Archduke, the one that got murdered and started uh, everything we're dealing with these today. Archduke. Fr- uh, episode got Franz dark Ferdinand. Wait, was his name Franz Ferdinand? I think Is the so. band named after the Archduke that was murdered? Yeah. yeah. We need front of the show, Russell, on the podcast. He would know. Uh, send your corrections to uh, Brant in <laughs> an inflatable tub <laughs> at gmail.com. Inflatable tub. Brant in a speedo at gmail.com. No, Full. thank you. Inflatable pool. I'm sorry, Brent. I had they, you. I had you uh, exercising proper hygiene instead of just enjoying yourself. Uh, well, they started off the live stream uh, yeah. by revealing that the See, not so hard was it. Final Fantasy VII uh, remake Integrade is coming to Steam, uh, as well as it was pretty much designed to have the Steam Deck in mind, so it's fully Steam Deck compatible. Very cool. I played it on my Steam Deck. It's pretty good. Hmm. And it even launched, like, they were just like, yeah, here it is. Boom, there. And I, th- what, they even had um, some kind of discount. Yeah, like a 29% discount. That made it easier to double dip, Cesar? Uh, I was one of the lucky few with uh, GMG, and they gave me an additional percentage off. I ended up getting it for, like, $23. It was, like, excellent off or something like that. Excellent. And it even came with all the DLC. Well, with. Yep. The DLC pack, I guess. The Yuffie that, DLC? Yeah, that features Yuffie. Um, then they went into some of the mobile offerings. Final Fantasy VII First Soldier. Hey, some of those mobile offerings look good, man. I would play some of those on a handheld console. I didn't hate them. When I looked at it, I was like, I, this doesn't look, it doesn't reek of phone game. I'm sure once you get into some of the mechanics of dealing with it. But then one of these other games that we're going to talk about was kind of designed in the heyday right before phone games and had some of those, as Brant encountered with Peace Walker, it had but, some of those mobile, um, you know, transit-type gameplay modes in mind well before the phone era. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Ever, Ever Crisis looks really, really good. I would play the shit out of that. That was like a the, it stayed almost true to that super deformed Final Fantasy VII, just with the modernized battles. Was yeah. that the third-person-looking one? Yeah, that's someone that looks just like Final Fantasy VII from, from the PS1 with just updated models. Yeah, the the next game that Cesar is co- uh, talking about is also a mobile game. It's Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. This is a more true to form remake than the, uh, or I guess it's a remaster kind of thing. It's whereas Final Fantasy VII remake is like a reimagining, right? Um. This uses kind of like a chibi style for the overworld, uh, but then has the kind of like newer updated visuals for the battles, um, which it looked good. I really wish they would have announced like multiple releases for not just mobile, because uh, it would be would great play, to have this. I'm like, everywhere. I'm not play the fuck out of that on anything. 
Yeah, if they would have yeah. put this anywhere, like mm-hmm. Steam, um, all the, I mean, any of the the major platform consoles, uh, it would be it would sell <laughs> probably gangbusters. Uh, after that, we went into one of the the big announcements that got leaked, um, which was Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Reunion, which is the PSP game. That is the prequel to Final Fantasy VII, which features uh, Zack. This looks good. I like this game. This game it, has killer music, too. It does. Yeah. The one the one thing that I'm pretty sure they're redoing the voices. They, they are. They're using the new voice actors. Like, the, the current one for Zack is uh, <clears throat> the current guy. Yeah. The good thing is, is that art style, it seems like they kind of settled on the the art style from Advent Children. And now they've realized this whole universe kind of in that graphical style. And it's it's really held up, I think. It it still looks good. And it's not mm-hmm. as crazy zippery. And I mean, I know it's still like leather and zippers and all that. But I don't think we had quite burned out on that Nomura style by then. <laughs> Anymore, it's- yeah, yeah, I was about to say this. This is very action-based Kingdom Hearts esque gameplay. Um, as far as you can, you know, choose attack, magic items, everything like that, like quickly, and you're just like nonstop, uh, like free roam, running around and attacking. It's not uh, turn-based. Very cool um, mission structure. You're you're a soldier in Shinra, so you're going on these missions and stuff with Zach. So, and there's some kind of like roulette system. Um, I yeah. slightly remember that they have like the numbers flying up in the um, the dice top would left roll. hand. Yeah, the dice would roll and give you uh, buffs and things like that randomly. Yeah. I'm just glad it's not trapped on PSP. I think this one's coming to everything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's been trapped on PSP for freaking forever, and now yep. it's PS4, PS5, um, Xbox One series consoles, um, Switch. And PC, um, they say later this winter. We don't, you know, no hard date lockdown yet, so we don't know if that's the end of this year or beginning of next year. But it looks, it looks so either good. way, it looks so clean. I wonder yeah. what it's probably PC we were looking at it on, but it looked so clean and smooth. It looked real good. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing that they touched on was part two of the. Uh, new Final Fantasy VII uh, remake, which they are calling this Rebirth, and this will be part two of the of the story, uh, as well as telling us there will be three parts in all. Three discs. Uh, let's go. I kind of wish the first one hadn't been called remake. I wish it would have been known as a remake, but had a different subtitle almost. Because you have remake, yeah. rebirth, and this like it. it Aesthetically, it's just kind of outside the loop, almost. Reimagining. It, I, don't, I don't know what you would come up with, but a remake is almost like... Cause the naming a, convention is very... It, it's weird. Right. Um, or just call it... Or just have called it Final Fantasy VII and not have the, the remake. A remake is almost like a working title, you know, like a project thing that you just put it under. But Anyways, this this, this game obviously, I mean it. It both me and Cesar have have played it. He's you've done the DLC. I have yet to go back and uh, do the Yuffie DLC. Um, 
This one's on my list too. I think it's installed it's, on my PS5. Oh, it's good. It's yeah. real good. And there's a but story it, mode, right? I could just put on story yeah. mode. Yeah, it 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 uses that original story as a blueprint. And then toward the end, it just kind of blows it out. Yeah. And and completely changes everything. So now it's it's wide open to this new new interpretation like we saw um parts of the game in this little cinematic where they're showing like cloud and 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 sephiroth walking together and him and Aerith uh talking and he's saying Aerith, i saw you you know lying on the ground uh basically you know you were you were dead or she she asked if she was dead and he's i I don't know but you know her explanation is Anything that's already happened has happened. You know, we can focus on the future and change that. So this whole freaking sounds, game is going to be mysterious. Is going to be crazy. So yeah. Um, and this, uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, winter of 2023. So that we've got a whole, whole another year um, ahead. We'll probably hear more of this. By this time next year, I would assume we'd hear some something more. Yeah, you knew they'd hit the ground running with it. Yeah, I mean, at what point do they start marketing the Winter Soldier thing for Zach? So, <laughs> Winter Soldier. Who knows? Can they use that as a crossover? I would just be funny as hell. Is I'm Zach out. in the next? Is um are the Tomb Raider people still making the Marvel games? Is is that going to be they sign up? <laughs> they no, they are, sold it. It's not a Square property yeah. anymore, is it? Yeah. The deal's not done yet. So oh. I was right there. It was right there, just like live stream. So yeah, the, yeah, the deal's not done yet for the those Square Enix studios are still part of Square Enix. Uh, they're releasing um the Mighty Jane Thor. I think that's a new character they're releasing this one for that game. Avengers. For yeah, what was that? The just the Avengers. Mm-hmm. It's still getting updated and supported. I mean, it's just it's it's Jane, Mighty <laughs> Jane. I mean, all all it is is a, a skin replacement. So I mean, there is you have the same powers as Thor. I, I don't know. I'm about to say they only just recently announced Spider Man that not that long ago, and I mean Spider Man was one of those things that people were clamoring for, and then he was only going to be a, play, a PlayStation exclusive. Mm-hmm. So. I think I remember the hubbub about that. <laughs> it did not affect me, but I think I remember the the discussion piece. Yeah, and yeah, then it's been out for years and years, and, th- and they people, just really recently said something about it. Yeah, and people were talking about Spider Man being exclusive to Sony, but then I think you saw the the trailer for Midnight Sun. Spider Man's on that, and they're like, "Yeah, we had no issues putting Spider Man on there." That's what they said. So they're like, "I don't see why everybody's like." But, ooh, and then somebody came back. It's like, well, yeah. look at Marvel Ultimate Alliance three on Switch had Spider Man on there, so I don't know why everybody's getting this Spider Man exclusive to Sony thing. So <laughs> it's all about those deals. Licenses they make so them. so freaking weird, so weird. Uh, there was a Xenoblade Direct. Cesar, do you want to touch on this one at all? Absolutely, because I'm not. I'm, I won't be able to. I didn't watch it. I'm going in blind. So I didn't watch any of it. I didn't watch, look at any tweets or nothing. Um, I'm going to actually mute you guys because I'm going in blind in Xenoblade. So, three. I didn't watch any of it. Didn't read any information, nothing. Guess what? There was nothing much given. <laughs> it didn't seem like it, right? It was me, It was about Brent, 20. Brent, give me a thumbs up. I'm muting y'all. So. All right. When y'all done, I'm going in blind. Uh, I don't think see. there's anything about the story. No, there's not really anything. 
I guess he doesn't want uh, doesn't want to know it. It'll have Amiibo <laughs> support. A <laughs> <laughs> um, shock figure. So, so anyway, it was, a, use the Monado. it was about 20, 20 minutes. Um, they had more gameplay. Um, showing different character classes uh, in the video, including Swordfighter, Zephyr, Medic, Gunner, <laughs> Tactician, Heavy Guard, uh, and Ogre. Character classes can be changed and leveled up through the game. Yada, yada, yada. Also yeah. announced a $30 um, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 expansion pass. With like, what, six uh, another spoiler. story missions or something? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he knows about the DLC. <laughs> uh, which will... Let's see. Cesar, you suck! Oh. <laughs> oh, for four, yeah, four waves <laughs> Can of you read lips, Cesar? <laughs> <laughs> Brand new story scenarios. Uh, also compatible with Amiibos, like I said. Um, tapping the Shulk Amiibo figure will allow players to use... Um, the Monado, the Man- Monado sword <laughs> from the original Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, and yeah, it just they just also reiterate that it was slated for September but was moved up to July 29th. Yep, and, and they touched on the fact that the collector's edition has been delayed because it was so it like brought the website down to its knees when it was announced. Yeah. But other than that, here you go. Here you go, buddy. Maybe he back? lips. He just gave us the big Skype thing. We closed yeah. something. Damn. You're good. And he's back. Yep. But so to yeah. recap, <laughs> players will step into the roles <laughs> of protagonists. <laughs> no, he's not, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, oh he left. Is he gone, gone? Uh, he left. He left the show. <laughs> he left. Oh, he's, he's back. He's back. <laughs> he's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. I, I will end the stream. I will end the whole meeting. <laughs> You'll cut your live stream? I will oh, go no. here and the option says end meeting. I will do that. So I'll stay in the life. <laughs> stay in the live stream. All right. So that was absolutely no details about Xenoblade Chronicles 3 yeah. as elaborated upon by one Cesar Concepcion the second. Uh, oh god, I closed out the wrong story. Somebody gonna grab those Game Pass games? Uh, I was just bragging on my iPad, and now it's in shambles. <laughs> I can't even keep, can't even keep these browser tabs up. It just oh crashes. Oh my gosh! Great. Um, what's weird is I was I put the story in there, and I know everybody was talking. But I I could have sworn some at least two of these. I thought I remember seeing those earlier. Oh, Brent, did you did you get the Game Pass deal, like the four months or something? Yeah, the three did months for a dollar. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about that later. We will be discussing. Which they did uh, also say in here. Yeah, three months for a dollar. So if you're if you're able to jump on that deal, that's a pretty sweet deal. Turn off your auto-renew. I think Cesar mentioned that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of... When was this? Yesterday? Yes. Yesterday of this recording, uh, the 21st, uh, Shadowrun Trilogy is available, as well as Total War Three Kingdoms. 
I think Shadowrun's kind of a big deal, right? Yeah, and that's Shadowrun Cloud Console. So uh, our, did you ever play any of those in your PC day? Uh, I played Shadowrun on 360, which I think was like had nothing the, to do with the the lore. The it was the, just in that world tabletop. or something. Yeah, and that that's when Microsoft owned FASA, and then they closed them down and sold off the licensing rights to another company who did this trilogy right here. But I never played. Mm. I think the first one was on the SNES. The second one was on the Genesis. I think I played a good bit of the Genesis one back in the day. So. But they were like they kind of adapted the the isometric gameplay to like a run and gun, right? Wasn't it like a two D platformer of sorts? Uh, I think the Genesis one was turn based RPG, okay. and I can't I, Super Nintendo one. I can't, I don't remember being turn based because they were so different from each other. Yeah, I think that I can, might have been the one. I can picture the cover of the 360 game because I was working retail when it launched, and that is the extent of my knowledge with that series. And did one of the cartridges have horns on it? The, the Super Nintendo or the, the Genesis one? Is the Genesis one where there it has like three people over ATM and they're hacking it. Oh, okay. I definitely like in a cyberpunk type setting, so. Right, right. Shadow, Shadow Run, Run Triology. Triology. <laughs> um uh, let's see. Never played a Total War game either. Yeah, Total War was uh coming to PC. Uh Total War's pretty good. I played the games for Windows live version. That is a very specific era. <laughs> I remember because I bought it as like, oh, the achievements, I'm like a dummy. And then I was like, I think I got it. Well, you know why I got it? Because I was working retail at the time and it was on the Microsoft website. That's why I got it because I got it for free. They were they were on to something with that Games for Windows Live. You know, that was a it was a concentrated effort at, at going that direction. And then Steam just I'm assuming Steam is the reason it got its lunch eaten. Then the, the servers were separate from the th- Xbox ones, so I know you know a lot of that services were stuck on there until they ported them over. Because remember, Dark Souls had an issue before they moved it over the Steam, and the same thing with GTA 4 was stuck on there forever before they moved it over the Steam. So, Halo 2 is a games for Vista game. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. I think that was oh done gosh. by what. Um, Randy Pitchford Gear- Studio. Yeah. I was about to say Gearbox did the first one. I can't. They might I have think, done the second I one. I think they did the second one. I couldn't be getting mixed up with the first one. So. Then you had like Asper in there too, where they were porting a bunch of stuff to Mac as well. Uh, next up, FIFA 22. Prepare to play FIFA 1 through 21 to prepare for the story <laughs> of FIFA 22. That's Cesar's right. favorite. Uh, <laughs> Game cover, yeah. Mbappe. He just re-signed <laughs> with them. He's gonna be there for three more years. Yeah, almost when he was he was supposed to go to like Real Madrid, right? That was a rumor. They, they were courting him heavy, and that's his dream club apparently. And then he did an about face and re-signed with PSG. Yeah, because I know uh, Real Madrid's like trying to counter sue him, like they got mad. Yeah, because I mean he was their big target, and now but uh, PSG like rolled out the carpet for him. He's he's essentially like LeBron from what I can tell. Like he's gonna be able to have input on the next coach and. He's going to decide a bunch of the stadium things, and I don't know. He's They, they elevated his role for sure to, to keep him there. They've never won a Champions League title. As big as PSG is as a club, they have no Champions League victories, which was odd to me. Anyways, moving on. Naraka, Blade Point. <laughs> 
I'm looking at it. Uh, I don't remember playing this. I know some people were talking about it, yeah. Up to 60-player mythical action combat experience. I've seen a clip of this. I think they showed it in one of their shows, and it looked quite good. And I believe this is only next-gen consoles. I don't think you can play that on the one. Are we calling it the one series at this point? It says cloud console and PC. It does. So you can play it where the hell you want. You can play it on anywhere with the dual cloud. It doesn't specifically. It doesn't specifically say. Uh, Far Cry 5. You're talking about native, sir. It's not native. Yeah. The words you're looking for. But you could stream on even the VCR Xbox. Stream on a Samsung gaming hub app. (laughs) On your 2022 Samsung refrigerator. Yep. Coming soon. Uh, they have a they have a uh, bit called "In Case You Missed It," which includes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. So good. Um, well, Brant will have to hear we'll your impressions <laughs> of Turtles. See what you since apparently you played it. Yep, Omori. Uh, I don't think we need to do the DLC updates. <laughs> no, just go down to the to the leaving. Yeah, is leaving, leaving Game Pass thirtieth. Yep. Oh, they added touch controls to 10 games. You can read those 10 games on this Xbox Wire blog post. <laughs> Who in the hell is going to play Ninja, Ninja Gaiden, Gaiden. with touch controls? <laughs> you, you almost, you, you almost oh. invoked a uh, friend of the show, Russell. I almost thought you said uh, tilt controls. I was like, whoa. It's, it's hard whoa. mode on hard mode. There. Might as well it's be. Like, geez. Streaming. And cloud streaming and, to your phone. I was going to yeah. say, cloud hey, some... stream them with touch controls. Some people will do touch. I mean, I've, I have coworkers at work who can play Ninja Gaiden with touch controls. They're all over the place. Like, <sighs> there's legit. I've had, I've known somebody at my job who all they do is prop up an iPad on the treadmill and just play games like that as they're walking. And that's their that's their time to get video gaming in. That's all they do. I'm amazed. I'm simply amazed. No, I watch. I watch the stream of that. You have to try the touch controls on there. I mean, they map them pretty well. Some of them are very forgiving, depending on the game too, because they they are very forgiving on button presses and everything on the screen. So you, it's not. It's not. You have to try. It's not. As it's good. gotten past. It's gotten past what I'm dreading, or what I the last time I used something like that. What is the last thing I played? Touch controls are. Brant, how are you playing? Weren't you playing Apex Mobile? Yeah, Apex Mobile was with touch controls. How was that? Uh, it's okay. The only problem is to actually like move and look around the same part of the screen is also where like fire and stuff is and also like trying to look and pick up stuff. <laughs> so sometimes I'll be like, look at trying to pan and look around and all of a sudden I'm going, you know, firing off into the thing. So it's like, giving it's like away my position. It's like we're playing with Cesar and he's trying to ping something and the special goes off and you just see like these rockets raining down. Cesar's like, whoop, ignore that. My bad, my yeah. bad, ignore that. Uh, sometimes I, yeah, I get mixed up with L1, R1 sometimes. So. Yeah. That is it, isn't it? It's L1 because that's my little floating thing. Mm-hmm. And we got to get some more Apex in. I know, Cesar, you're going to talk about it. Uh, leaving Game Pass June 30th, FIFA 20. So the old FIFA, one of the old FIFAs. Jurassic World Evolution, the park builder. Last stop and MotoGP 20. Those are leaving Game Pass. And last but not least, Nintendo 64 Switch Online adds Pokemon Snap on June 24th. So by the time this goes up, uh, legendary N64 classic. Uh, one of my first N64 games. Noted rail shooter Pokemon Snap will be on Nintendo Switch Online. Which is a very good game. 
and can play the du- the duology on Switch. You can. You can play both. The, the uh, Nintendo Switch is now a Pokemon Snap machine. box machine, dedicated Pokemon Snap machine. Somebody out there only has Pokemon Snap on Nintendo Switch Online and new Pokemon Snap downloaded or on, available on their Switch. That's all they use it for. Uh, this is a good game. Uh, still, no one has long has done the N sixty four thing. Nope. No. Nope. All right. Real talk. I think I'm pretty sure all of us jumped when that when Nintendo Switch Online first started, which was like Septemberish. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mine is because I September. think I think we were at the beach, Brant. Uh, Cesar. And so maybe when it gets to be that time, we look at doing the family thing, and then it'll end up being cheaper for all of us to have the upgraded tier. Um, maybe. I don't know, man. Maybe not. I'm I'm all in when Cinti's on there. When when they put Cinti on there, (laughs) Crusader of Cinti. I was gonna say any price. I'll pay hundred dollars every year. I don't give a fuck. I'm still toying with maybe just canceling my my regular subscription because I don't use it either. That is also a possibility because I'm like Brent. I I don't fire up the SNES or NES app that often either, and I don't sure still play online with any y'all fuckers. Yeah, we I'm used that played once. Mo- Did we? Yeah, me and you played Donkey Kong Country. We did play Donkey Kong Country. I streamed it, yeah. Damn, that was probably like going on two years now, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm already there because I, I had to change uh, eShop stores to buy some stuff earlier this week. And I had to cancel my subscription renewal because it wouldn't let me do it. So I have ah. on. So I'm like, it, it's going to go away in September. I'm just going to, I don't think I'm going to turn it back on, so. I'm already there. So. I might not either. I'm not using it. So if you have the upgraded tier, look forward to Pokemon Snap. And that's it for news. Anybody got anything else to add? No. News-wise? Mm-hmm. All right. We all played... I played a lot of games with y'all this past week. And I have thoroughly enjoyed getting back into streaming or seeing you guys stream or any combination of that. It has been easier than i thought it was going to be um so if you guys if you're listening to this if you haven't caught us on any of the streaming platforms um it seems like when we stream from console we're on twitch so whether it's xbox or playstation but uh if we ever get the capture set up back in here i'll stream from here on twitch and youtube but um the show you can the show you can always catch on youtube and twitch as well shout out to richard for getting this back online and shout out for brant for Taking off the Ape Escape streaming, so <laughs> he did. Yep. Brand, did you talk about that Brand, last Brand week? Ki- or yeah, Brand kicked off the kicked off the gaming streaming. You got back on the podcast streaming. Look at that. Yeah, Pro- I'm proud of you, Richard. You learn how to podcast harder, man. You figured yeah. it out. <laughs> <laughs> Produce. I'm producing harder <laughs> the podcast. Well, I mean, hell, <laughs> streaming from those streaming from those consoles is so easy. I, I can't believe we had never really yeah. done that. And that Ape Escape stream was awesome. It was like perfect. And I ever. The every minute of uh Cesar's Apex one that I watched was awesome. It was yeah, perfect, super clear, and yeah, that was great. And I don't know that we need Brent. You were like turning your camera on and off at the end of the Ape Escape. I don't know. We're pretty. All three of us are pretty identifiable. It's not like who's that? Who's speaking? I'm waiting for Brent to pay the thousands of dollars to get the the VTuber model of him (laughs) and just and just do that. That's when that's when I'll take off. I get you could put him in the. Yes, yeah, I gotta pay somebody to to make me a model, and then I gotta and get the capture. Yeah, body. Yeah, yeah. you have to get a dedicated phone for the 
the model. So we can't, just, we can't just buy an NFT and make that Brant's um, VTuber model. We, we could, but that's, yeah. The board Brant Not, not exactly club. how it works. <laughs> just uh, Brant in various outfits and smoking cigars. <laughs> and everything. So I call Brant Brant here, but then he's when he's a VTuber, I call him VTuber Brant. I don't know what name he'll go by, but I'm like, all right, VTuber Brant. <laughs> And at, at first, there's two separate entities, like we know who we're talking to, and then they slowly just meld into one character, and we have no clue. We can't tell the real Brant from the VTuber Brant by the Tony end man, of it. This is why you nominated, nominated me as a lore master, man. I'm, I'm just spinning, spinning stories. <laughs> Create this deep, deep yeah, Brant VTuber. Brant McKee lore with uh, Speedos and pools and VTubers. And He's got the Brant. book there. He's writing it down. He's the page yep. master. He's the Brent McKee show. He is the page master. All right, he's the page master from here on. But uh, we have dove pretty hard back into streaming. We've hit all of our qualifications for Twitch affiliate except for followers. So if you're listening to this, please get other people to follow us. We are very close. Don't threaten them. Just ask them politely. Or yeah. threaten them. Either way, just get them to follow. We're, we're not concerned with your methods. Um, uh, no, we got crazy people methods. out there. Some people might take it seriously. <laughs> we're we're not concerned life. with your methods. Yeah. However convincing you need to be, go for it. This could be used in court. Please don't do this. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> this is everywhere. Politely ask people to follow or yes. snatch their phone from them. Make them violence. make See, them Brent, a, look how uh, quick you turn to violence. No, 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 no. no. You, you just stealthily take their phone, yeah, and you can you know make them a Twitch account if they don't have it. If they have one, log in and just have follow us. That's it. Yeah, just just talk to people like, hey, let me put my phone number in your phone and just open up your their Twitch app and just. Add, just add us. They probably never noticed. So yeah, randomly. Yeah. Random. Hey, we could have canvassed the movie theater at the. Uh, what did I? I heard it referred to as Keyvention since then. <laughs> at Key Three, Keyvention. we could have canvassed those eight other people that were in there with us and tried to add them. I had my shirt on, my no podcast shirt. I always have a shirt on in public, but. Uh, so we've streamed Ape Escape. We've streamed Halo Infinite. Cesar has streamed Apex, Apex. Legends. Uh, Twice we've streamed. Day, believe it or not. Do what? Twice in one day. You did. Yeah. Believe it or not. We went back in there. So we hit our we hit our hour count. We hit our days. We hit our uh, concurrent viewers. It's just the followers we have to get to, and then then we get a sweet sweet ad before we <laughs> before each show. With no money, we'll get no. We like practice of a penny. It's like the hey. it's like the office space thing. It's, it's going to be like whatever <laughs> program they use is how we get paid. It's fractions of a penny. And we just have to hope we have to hope Milton burns down the Twitch headquarters in the basement. <laughs> well, whoever puts us in the system and as an algorithm, we'll just end up with millions of dollars. And then we'll oh man! Yeah. I believe you. I believe you have my stapler. If they move me, if if they move my office one more time, I, I'm I swear oh. to God, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna burn this place down. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> Movies a classic. Oh, in my previous uh, career, we had a lot of Milton <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> it's a pretty good dialogue. Uh, but where do we want to touch on the on the streaming? Uh, I think I guess that covers it all. But yeah, we did play Infinite uh, with a big group on Saturday night, and I do enjoy that you can turn on. You, you know, we kind of let people know that we're streaming, and they can decide whether or not they want their audio included. And I think that worked out really well. You know, there's nobody in our friend group that's going to be any sort of risk for terms of service violation or yeah. anything. So it's, 
you know, anybody we play with is, is, is more than welcome to join in the chat as part of our community builds, but they also have the option to not do so. I mean, we did a lot of streaming because we, we did what? We did Turtles? Yep. Oh. Turtles, Turtles. Halo and Halo. Apex and Apex. Apex I'll and Apex. Halo again on Monday, I believe. Ape Escape and Ape Escape. I guess we're playing games that start with APE so we can get at the top of the <laughs> alphabet. Algorithm. As one yeah. would do as you go through your collection, you just start, start at A and work your way down. So. I do have Apex for the original Xbox. It's a racing game, so I can also stream to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Apex. What was that? Another. What was that? What was that? <sighs> Fuck. I don't remember what it was. What, that game on Xbox that was exclusive. That was published by Majesco. Start, Advent, Advent Rising. Here we go. Oh, Skip skipped it. How are we going to win the million dollars, man? We got to play it. Oh, the million dollars is still out there, right? <laughs> I guess that one needs. <laughs> you know what? That should have gotten. You know how a bunch of the backwards compatibility stuff like fixed a bunch of frame rates and like it was the best way to play so many of those games. That game deserved a shot at that, didn't it? Yeah. I'm sure there were some weird licensing in there, but I think that game ran like booty on original Xbox. Yeah, and that would have. Jessica's weird, man, because I think they're like the Konami, but with like instead of it being like health and fitness, they're like they're they're like medical supplies now. They don't really do games now. They they license everything from their back catalog every so often, but I think they they make money off medical supplies now. Weird. Aren't aren't they sitting on the uh, like the Echo license and all that? I remember them publishing a bunch of those. They they published a bunch of Appaloosa stuff. Um, Somebody they, was talking about a new Echo game. Was that <laughs> did that come out today? What was that? It was, it was not. I, that dolphin sound? It was like some, yeah, what, what did it end I, up being? I neglected to, to put it in there. It's it's called hyena. It's some kind of oh, like zero yeah. gravity arena shooter thing made by Sega. It's uh What? It, I that thing was a dolphin noise. Everybody heard that, right? That sound yeah, clip but, they were teasing. But somebody had like to to credit brand, somebody had said, you know, that that uh, PowerPoint slide that leaked out there said they were working on a AAA first-person shooter type game that seemed like a live service type thing. So. Yeah, and I thought immediately Echo the Dolphin, and then they backed it up with the, with the dolphin yeah. noise. A first-person shooter Echo the Dolphin. Hold on. Oh, here how we go. Do we bring, uh, how do we bring Echo the Dolphin to the live service age? We give him guns. Before I forget, uh, Richard, you do have a chance to get Avid Rising back out there. Apparently in June 2020, Ziggurat, Interactive purchased a number of IPs formerly owned by Majesco, which include the Rice of Blood Ring, Avent Rising, Flips Twisted World, and Raises Hell. Let's go. Raises Hell is another one of those original Xbox uh, cult classics. I wouldn't call Advent Rising a cult classic. Hey, it deserves it, a second chance. Nobody ever won the million dollars? It never went anywhere? I'm clicking on it now. Uh, <laughs> or Cesar's going to give us the, the real-time correction update. on the million dollars. We all need... No. A uh, million dollars was offered in a contest via Xbox Live for the first player to find a set of hidden symbols, which sounds like uh, Ready Player One, throughout the levels of the game. On August 15, <laughs> 2005, he's, the contest... He stole another cultural reference yeah. from Advent Rising. <laughs> on August 15, 2005, the contest was canceled due to concerns that there was no technical feasible solution that would allow the contest to continue in a fair and secure manner. Majesco right. offered how did, a compensation how did you prove to these players the choice of two free games, which was between those, which was Blood Ring 2, Guilty Gear 2, X2 Reloaded, Psychonauts, Raises Hell, and, and or Phantom Dust, and an apology on its homepage. Those are all good games. Yep. Wow, they went in on the original Xbox. 
Interesting. Played the shit out as a Guilty Gear X2 on the Xbox. That was like the best version. That might have been the only version until PS3 came out. PS3 I one? Ever came on, on PS2. I got every Guilty Gear game, but I'll look for it later. It's, it's... Give us a Guilty Gear collection. Um, but I think the highlight of our... I guess I'll lead into I didn't play any individual games outside of our our streams of Halo and such. And maybe we'll wait for Cesar to get back. <laughs> was there any big highlights on Halo? I, I know Land Grab is back as the. I was going to say Land, land yeah. Grab was the biggest thing. We were we were doing really good on Land Grab. Yeah, and it continues to be a great mode. I hope they keep that in there as a as a featured mode. I need to fire it up tonight and see what the new weekly thing turned into. I actually, between boosting and picking Land Grab as my as my challenges, I completed the the weekly challenges this past week. Wow. I got the weekly ultimate thing, and I don't think I've ever done that because I never usually pay attention to the challenges. Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to get to level 100 as faster than I did in season one, and I think I'm at 83 right now, so I'm well on my way to to 100. Uh, Brant, I missed our, you know, Monday was not its normal Monday, and um, <laughs> no, we did end up playing on Monday. Yeah, it's, we did. It, it yeah. surprised me because. Uh, it felt like Sunday the whole day for me for some reason. And then uh, usual people are hitting us up about like the lunchtime Halo Fest. And I'm like, is that really today? Is that? Yeah, here we go. Now we did hit it up. Um, Did we have any interesting rounds? Was there anything to note? No, there was there was a couple there was a couple rounds where we were getting we were getting run and yeah. we like we came back. But most of the time, we did really, really good. Yeah, this was um, a sharp contrast to the weekend before. <laughs> when we went like 0-8-1 or something like that for the first nine matches, just getting obliterated. I forget who that was that Russell, front of the show, Russell said he recognized one of the names on the other teams. Oh, yeah, we played as with being Sketch. Like, yeah, yeah, as we being played... Sketch from like that, that Halo team or whatever. He is the official 343 community manager. He's the one, uh, the, the Major Nelson, I guess, of Halo, where people yeah. at him for... Yeah, and uh, we played... Was that a land grab match with them? Yeah, yeah. and that's that's one of the ones, like, we we lost... We actually didn't lose by as much. No, that was a close one. We, we Yeah, he, he, was, he was one of the ones that was, like... He was hard to kill. He was very hard to kill. I don't know if I ever did. It might have been just Russell because I remember Russell saying he killed him, and then Russell recognized the name. Like, okay. yeah, yeah, because so yeah, he started yelling. Cool. We were like, yeah. "What? What are you talking about?" He's like, "It's sketch. It's sketch." Who's that supposed to be? Like, it's some famous streamer or something. That's where sketch, my mind went. Sketch. As a streamer, sketch. It's kind of sketchy. Just uh, I guess let's. Uh, we've been beating around the bush. I guess let's launch into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Shredder's Revenge. Oh, that was had amazing from the very beginning as soon as you fire it up it's like a homage to the the cartoons opening it's a totally redone introduction they're playing the theme song it's a variation of the theme song but it's close enough you're like yeah that's it and there are just so many like turtle tidbits in this that are fans of the game or fans of the yeah fans of the arcade game fans of the series fans of the movies there's there's so much turtle stuff in here. It's like 
such a love letter to Turtles games and Turtle, I guess, Turtle lore from the Page Master over there. But as soon as you fire it up, picking characters, um, we got into a team almost immediately. We're, we're all playing on Xbox currently. So that's I heard clarification on the crossplay. It's Xbox and PC. Oh, that makes sense. Yep. That would explain why it wasn't advertised as such. As yep. So would be. That is the clarification on crossplay. Is that uh, I guess it's amongst Game Pass people. Well, it, it's on Game Pass, but you can purchase it on Xbox as well. But you're not but here I, breaking people's hearts, man. Yeah, that is not true crossplay. Um, yeah, we the first time we took a go at it, it was just the three of us starting off, right, when we were streaming. Yeah. And then on, like, the third level, I think, front of the show, Renee joined us. Um, oh, shout out to Renee for joining a bunch of our streams and helping, yeah. us, helping us take off with the streaming. He's he's always down to, I mean, he's been promoting Renee's us for a, quite a while. He's and, a damn trooper, man. Yeah, Renee, Renee's good people. We appreciate him uh, coming in second place repeatedly with Cesar <laughs> and then also uh, playing one hell of a Donatello. Oh, man, I'm still pissed about some of that shit, man. <laughs> some of your apex <laughs> you'll have to tell us about it um i had so much fun playing this game with you guys um we haven't beat it yet we're on level 10 i want to say is that how how far we got because we ended up nice. dropping back we ended up dropping back and replaying some levels with a uh, friend of the show russell friend of the show robbie, yeah. robbie later on and they we went back to like the first levels with them yeah, I don't think we actually continued on where I think we stopped, like you said, around, I want to say 9 or 10. Yeah, we're right there. Seems about right. Uh, Cesar, thank you for driving around the world map in the turtle van for us. Um, another throwback to the first Ninja Turtle, the Impossible Ninja Turtle game. Uh, I saw a thing going around on Twitter today. It was just a picture of that cartridge, the NES cartridge. And somebody had said, if I told my kid I'll buy him a PS5 if they beat this game. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a tall Smart. order. Smart. Um. If you don't have Game Pass, I say go out there and and get that three month trial like Brant did and play this game um, or buy it on the platform that you do have. I was I was smiling from ear to ear. My eyes were tearing up. I was laughing. I had this. This is one of those games that reminds me why I love video games. And it was just like this massive nostalgia trip. Um, it plays so, so tight, like. When you when you go back and, and play one of the older arcade games, it doesn't quite hit as well as like the newer. It seems like newer brawlers have really mastered that that hit. Like it's a very satisfying strike. And I'm not knocking those games. You're talking there's been 30 plus years of game design since then. But everything is just so satisfying. There's the taunt where each turtle will do a mm. taunt like Raphael laughs and Leonardo focuses and uh, what did Splinter do? He like meditates and hovers in the air. Was that what you were doing, Cesar? I didn't have Splinter. Uh, Who did? Who played as Splinter that last round? Was that was that Robbie with us? Maybe. I don't but know. they each they each have I, an individual. I, I could have played it. No, did we because when we, we we I know we all four of us played the turtles the first time when we did the we first did one. yeah on we did. Friday and then on Saturday. It was it was Russell and Bobby. That was, so I think it was just still four turtles, right? I don't think we had anybody extra, right? I thought somebody played as April and someone played as Splinter. It we might have to go back and look at that stream. I just remember I just remember Donatello was Renee because he kept doing the Game Boy boy uh, poses. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Donatello because we had to wait on him and he kept going in the corner with the Game Boy looking over. His taunt <laughs> is the Game Boy thing. Yeah, it slows down a little bit when you do that taunt, but it was never like a noticeable thing that I that I saw. 
or when you launch the special, it starts queuing up that thing. Man, when there's four or five people on screen and there's a bunch of Foot Clan enemies and all that, it is pure chaos on that screen. I'm like, I don't even know where I'm at. Um, the mechanics of it are so much fun. The the like I said, the hits are very satisfying, which you need in a brawler because you're hitting that uh, swing button nonstop. It's almost um, uh, Dynasty Warrior style. And the uh, the dodge, like the dodge, ends up being essential, where your turtle does like backflips to get out of the way of attacks. Those damn uh, pike, what are they like? Pike foot? Oh man, gosh, yeah, they got the spears. So they suck. And it's not just one of them. It's like there's like three on each side of the screen, and those pikes are just coming at you. And um, we didn't really struggle a whole lot. I know we, we got low on health in certain sequences, and the, there's a there's a res mechanic where. One of your teammates can come over and give you pizza and you're like snacking on the pizza. But if that if they get hit, it like knocks them off of you and you have to restart the healing all over again. Um, even even like the aggravating things. I'm just grinning from ear to ear, like laughing about this, this fun stuff. Uh, Renee struggled with some of the platforming, like jumping across the rooftops. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a level where you have to jump across the rooftops. Um, I saw that there's an achievement for knocking back a projectile, so I don't know how to do that. We got to learn how to like hit a projectile, one of those arrows or something, back at somebody. I'm sure it's, just, it's probably just a time thing. I lo- unlocked yeah. a lot of achievements. I got to look at it and see what I unlock. Some sort of counter. Uh, it's just awesome, and we haven't even beat the game yet. And and like Cesar said, there's a menu where you can go in and look at achievements that you've unlocked. Um, there's like videotapes that you unlock that have little bits of turtles Burn. lore that you can look Burn. at in their in their library. Yeah, Vern, Vern wants you to get videotapes, and there's another character. Or was it Irma that wants you to get the diary entries and stuff? Yeah, it just the game is so awesome. I'm very happy we're all supporting the physical copy too. That's going to be a great uh, piece to everybody's collection, and it really makes me look forward to that Cowabunga collection. I hope we're all able to play that oh, together yeah. as well. Turtles games, man. I'm a, I'm on a mad Turtles kick right now. Uh, I spent part of Father's Day watching. Um, it's on Netflix, the 2012 reboot, kind of like where they had like the bandages and stuff. It was, I mean, they've always had the bandages, but it's like a very 3D cartoonish M&T looking one. animated one. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my son watched that as he was coming up. That was, it was not bad. It's good. It's a very yeah. faithful Turtles. Uh, this is the one that has Seth Green as Leonardo. Mm-hmm. And then it ends up being the guy from, um, American Pie is Leonardo by the end of it. It's got a uh, uh, Samwise Gamgee is Raphael. This is, is this the Michael Sean Bay version Aston. that we're talking about? It's the what version? Michael Bay version. No. This is a cartoon. This is an animated series. All right. So it's the one done by like Magic Studio, right? Where they, 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 I think they also did Astro Boy in the same style. This, this was the first Viacom. Yes. I think that Astro Boy reboot was in that same thing. This yeah. was the first was Nickelodeon the, I Viacom. It, I think it was the same studio that did the, the, the CG animation. Yeah, both of those. It's good. It looks really good, and so far it's it's a lot of fun to watch. It has it has a lot of good moments and stuff in it. And then I ordered a classic. They've got the classic turtles figures on Amazon now. They like re-released those. I watched the um, there's a Netflix special called The Toys That Made Us, and they talk about the phenomenon of like Barbie and Ninja Turtles. Obviously, is one, and that was a really really interesting watch because it was that early late '80s early '90s perfect marriage of merchandise cartoons marketing blitz like every and the timing behind it wasn't as cut and dry as like a transformers or pound puppies or um the other popular ones at that time it was real 
it was a back and forth and they didn't use like Mattel or Hasbro. They had another company called Playmates that had only done certain dolls. And it, I, anyways, I, like I said, I did a deep dive on turtle <laughs> stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm hardcore in turtles nostalgia right now and, and really loving it. But if you guys want to touch on anything else in the game that you enjoyed? No, I think you nailed it. I mean, it's done. Like you said, an homage to the original turtles from NES, SNES era. Like I said, that, Another side note, that soundtrack is streaming everywhere, and it is phenomenal. Oh, yeah, that soundtrack is awesome. so fucking good. I love it. Uh, but those are my games played. All right. So I think for me, got a list here. I'm going to pull it up. Apologies. All right. So I know I've been kind of dabbling. I'm going back and forth. I, I've been trying to catch up with Brand on the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh I think I'm. I might be the halfway point, Brent. Where's you know? Do you know the part where uh, Cal he gets captured and he's taken to that underground prison? And you're about to go into that that Thunderdome mess thing to start the yeah. battles. Like he oh was, yeah, that uh, one's good. The lightsaber. Is yeah. that the, is that the is that the like the halfway point? I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah, I, I'd say that was probably about about middle. Okay. Because I mean, pretty close to it. That game starts off like really slow, man. But I, I noticed as it goes along, it gets a lot better. Like as mm-hmm. you go in the middle, it starts building up, and you know the worlds are kind of small until they keep telling you to go back and visit. And as you get different powers, and then it opens up even more. You know, like I go back to the, the you know the ice planet world and go to the second Zepho planet, and then that, those areas yeah. are huge. And that, like my biggest concern is if I wanted to go back and do everything, man, it's gonna take forever to track all the way yeah. back to different parts of those levels, man. Even though you unlock shortcuts along the way, but I don't know, man. I kind of want to do everything in that game, but that same part, I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> it was one of those. I love shit, man. I, I loved it a lot, but it was one of those. Yeah, I, I, I beat it, and I, I didn't do like 100% yeah. everything. But I I loved that game. Yeah, I'm going through it. Like I said, I'm, I'm halfway through it. Uh, and I'm enjoying it so far. So, like I said, I, and the story's pretty good. I mean, it does have that John S. Williams. Uh, it does does get better as it go along because, I, like I said, it, it almost I almost stopped playing in the beginning because it's like it's so slow, man, and it's like it, none of these characters are interesting to me until you know they start opening up about the Inquisitor and her identity, and you know they play more into the Force after that. So I was gonna um, say it's it, it's definitely tailored to somebody who's a Star Wars fan, and and especially if you watched like um, was it Star Wars Rebels, you'll get a lot of the um, because like that's where the Inquisitors were introduced. Um, Cal's, um, Cal Kestis's master. Oh. I, for, I forget the name of the race. I didn't realize they that were those guys like that. Yeah. 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 Everything. I, mean, I think it was the new Obi Wan has references to the Jedi Fallen Order as well, right? If I remember correctly. Uh, wow. a f- yeah, a couple. I remember they were making a big deal about it that they referenced the game in there. I don't think it was a huge reference, but they they did reference. I think they referenced Cal, didn't they, at some point? I think just that's what they were saying. Part of the universe and everything, something like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they showed him on screen. But I just think they made a reference to him or something dealing with him in the in the show. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of references. It's 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 really good though. I I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, so I'm halfway through it. I'm getting better with the combat. Uh, did you play it on easy, normal, or hard? Uh, I did normal. Normal. Yeah. Same and there way. there were spots that it was it was there's it spots a little sticky. Just there's spots where I'm just nonstop blocking. I'm like, holy shit, I'm blocking, yeah. they're blocking, I'm blocking, I'm blocking. I'm like, God, somebody give, man. 
we're just, I'm sitting here for five minutes in these damn battles sometimes with this block city. So just holding that stance, the defense stance. No, it's like um, it's similar to like a, reminds me of like a Dark Souls where you have to initiate a block at a certain time as it comes yep. through. Because if you don't, you'll be oh. trapped out. You can't, you, spam, you can't just spam. You can't just spam holding down the button. You can if you're getting shot at, but then you won't shoot. You won't um, pulse the the shots back. It'll just yeah. you'll just hit them away. I mean, there's there is it. The game plays like a, a, a Dark Souls light esque thing because there's there's certain over over the top attacks that when you go in there that you cannot block. You have to dodge. Yeah. And so it, it's it's kind of like it's like an easier version of Dark Souls. It's like if they took this engine of Dark Souls. If they took this game and put it as a Dark Souls game, you'd probably be able to get through a Dark Souls game, probably. You'd be like, all right, this is enough for me to continue Dark Souls. It's a little, it's a little more forgiving. And not spend the first 40 hours in the first area of uh, Bloodborne um, before you continue the rest of the game. Uh, outside of that, uh, I dabbled in some PS1 games on PS5. Uh, I fucked around and beat the first level for Siphon Filter. Yes. I did not fuck around to beat Siphon Filter. Um, I did get to the part where, man, that that game pisses me off, man. I forgot when I when we were doing this as that uh, game club game about how that game does not tell you shit. Sometimes, man, it's like I'm going places and it's like it doesn't tell you what to do. Yeah. I'm like the door's fucking locked. I'm over here I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And I'm over here. I think I had there's like one or two times I had to pull up a fucking YouTube how to play channel. That they're like, how the fuck was I supposed to remember that? It never game facts. Yeah. There, there was never a part where I, I forgot, like, there's dark areas that I have a flashlight, but when I cycle through the weapons, the flashlight is not something you can cycle to. You have to go to the menu and click flashlight to turn it on. I was like, this is such a pain in the ass, man. Uh, oh, yeah, you're talking about when you get down in the subway and there's yeah, no light, 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 you have to go, go to and the it's light. Like, and it's like one fucking lever in the middle of the darkness. I'm like, great. It's like, no wonder I'm sitting here for 20 <laughs> minutes looking around like, I don't understand. Everybody's dead. And then so, you know, I mean... I think I've, I've, I've literally put two hours in the first two levels, and it's just me fumbling around trying to figure stuff out on my own until I just look it up online. It's like I'm so fucking stupid, you know? Sounds like, like si- sounds like Siphon Filter. No, Siphon Filter Two is good. That's the difference, okay. and, and it's very. Y'all need to play Siphon Filter Two, and I'm hoping it comes on the service because it is very good, and it's more akin to like Metal Gear, where it kind of pushes you along, and it's like it's no, there's no stealth in it, but it's like you know those crazy Metal Gear battles. That's Siphon yeah. Filter 2. Like, a lot of your boss battles in Siphon Filter 2 is, like, crazy people in jetpacks and, and fucking, like, using a flamethrower to fly around and shit. It's, 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 it's good. Siphon Filter 2 is good. That's they got a lot of characters to them. Um, and then I forgot more, how... More character, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's definitely an improvement from the first one. I never be, I never played the third one because I think I played, like, the first hour in the third one. I was like, this is not as good as two, and I, and I fell off. Um... Put in several hours into Intelligent Cube, man. I used to play the shit out of that demo um, on PS1, which I think was always like the first world. Uh, I did have to go back and watch the videos on how to again because I started I started up again. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And I just remember <laughs> falling off and getting run over and things are f- flying everywhere. So I, I'm, I think I'm at like the, the third world or something like that, whatever that third platform is. Um, Intelligent Cube is a classic. Yeah, because I mean, basically, like, what is that like a sideways Tetris is what you would call it, Richard? I mean, you don't have to match up blocks. I mean, you have to light a block and then you take the block away from the bottom to remove it from the roll. And the goal is to get everything from those rows to not go over the edge unless it's a black cube. Uh, those you don't take away. And then you'll they'll throw in a like a a green cube every so often. Which once you take that green cube away, you have to take it away. It gives you unusable an unusable block. 
So it's like if you can't use that spot again if something's coming down there. And so if you get a perfect, yeah. you have to clear the whole blocks, all the blocks that are clearable before they fall off the ledge. And then they'll give you another uh, ledge to extend it. Um, and then as you go through the levels, you start off with like two rows. It goes up to three rows, to four rows, to five rows. And then you, there, when it gets towards the end, that's where you have to do a, level, a lot of the troubleshooting bullshit aspects. Yeah. Um, they yeah, layer it on top of you. But it's got a good, the tutorial eases you into it. It's not like super brutal at first. You're like, I got the hang of this. And then they just layer and layer and layer. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't tune you away. And I, I, I think the only complaint I have about it is that, you know, like these emulations been remapped to the analog stick. That game is not playable with the analog stick. There's so many times I'm like humping into the corner and I'm like, I didn't mean to. And then I get crushed as it goes through there. And it's like, I stopped playing with the analog stick and went straight to the D-pad. That's definitely a D-pad game. Uh, so... The D-pad, it works. It made it. It made it sound like you, the D-pad was not registered or something. You you can use the D-pad. For it those works. Games. I'm just so naturally uh, drawn to using an analog stick, and you know right. some of these older games were designed for D-pad. So right. You know, I just know. I I notice. I it, it's unplayable for me at least with the analog stick. Like I got <laughs> so many corners. Like like I didn't move fast enough. I get crushed, and then you get crushed. It flies off the the ledge. You, it's like an automatic one hit. You're there. You lose that whole round type of situation. Uh, you can't do nothing you can do about it, and then if or if you fall off the ledge, then it's game over and you have to start the level again. Um, there I bounced around and I think and I, Brant might talk about it on his part. Uh, I did play some hot shots golf. Um, I played the the bitch way where I take a shot and I screwed it up and I rewind time and then I take a shot and I got yeah. it right and I take a shot and I screw it up and rewind time and I was like I'm playing the perfect game now. Everything is birdie or eagle. I've yet to make par or bogey. You have Nothing an immaculate round. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that can stop me is that the PS5 turns off and I didn't get it saved. Use my save state. Oh, that's Nothing great. can stop me now. Um, and I've I'm probably just played one round with 18, you know, a shot of 18. That's it. So yeah. Um, and then outside of that, I've, I put like four or five hours into Wild Arms, man. I, I beat Wild Arms way back in the day in the PS1. Um, even though Wild Arms 2 is probably my favorite in the series. Um. I'm looking forward to hopefully when they put Wild Arms 2 on there. But Wild Arms is a good game, man. Um, <laughs> you play for this one, Brent? For, for now on, you just go, you skip two and go straight to three. That's what they expect you to do on that service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the fucking goat simulator of uh, RPGs. So You don't need the story? Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. I mean, none of it, I think, I think they all take It's an RPG. The how how, how important guy. could that story be? They are disconnected, right? One and two Wild Arms. I think they just take place in the same world. I think it's like a big jump. It's like the the traditional, like, you know, either an RPG shares, like, the the battle system and aspects of it, and they continue on where, like, Final Fantasy, but it's different locations. And But I think Wild Arms is one of those ones, like, it takes place in this world, but it does, like, a thousand years later, you know? Yeah. Like, all these people were, from the first game, is already dead, so they don't really matter, but we didn't feel like bringing you to another location, you know? Right. But, you know, that's it. So, I mean, this one you you play, I think you can name the character, but I think I named him Rudy. I think he starts out as Rudy, or I'm confusing it with the movie Rudy, and I don't know why it's popping in my head. Uh, it's one of those two. I don't know why I would think of Rudy, because I haven't watched that movie since maybe Thanksgiving of 2005. That feels right. That's our second, but, Sean, wow. that's our second Sean Astin reference of the episode. Yeah. I'll bring in Goonies and other stuff later. But um, you start out as these characters, what they call Dream chaser, Chasers. Um and they have these guns called arms, uh, which are like ancient weapons from past civilizations that 
are like supposed to be cursed. So like you, the way this game works and is an aspect I think that he's done with every Wild Arms is that you, you, they give you three main protagonists and you choose between the three of them, and this is like a prologue. And then at some point, they will meet up to start the the main adventure. Uh, and they give you breaks in between. So like if you do one, you'll, you'll progress the story up to a certain part, and then you can choose another two or the other two, or you can continue with the the first one. And oh. so, like, you see the story adds up, like, they're all essentially going to this location. Uh, I forgot it's a castle in the south where they're all going to meet up there. Uh, this one is the one I have fun with because I, I met the the female protagonist. I went to the, there's, like, a nun school where she's at, and I already went over there and tried to talk to her. It won't let me do it because it's, like, I guess it's the main character. So every time I walk up to her and try to talk to her, it's, like, you can't interact with this character. It's, like, I'm trying to break the game. Oh. It's giving me shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I've only played the the I played the one as Rudy, where he starts out as a farm uh, farmhand on a ranch where he's helping out, um, and he gets pulled into a I think one of the kids on the on the ranch they go missing to this cave, and it's like this whole backstory about like some monster that's immortal uh, was defeated by somebody a thousand years ago because they planted some kind of seed that regenerates and stops them from regenerating. So this boy disappears because he's trying to get this flower from the seed that sprouted to help his sick father. So he picks the flower, and then, of course, the monster regenerates back. And so you have to attack it and beat it, and then he he puts the seed back in there and, and stops the monster. And then throughout that whole course, the whole the whole village sees him, uses his arm weapon, and then they pretty much banish him. Because they said there's, you know, any arm user or dream chasers are evil, and they just bring back um, their bad luck and stuff like that. So after you, you complete that part, that's like the first prologue. Um, and then you can either continue on with his story or you can choose somebody else. And I, I forgot the name. I won't, I won't ramble on anymore. I don't take too much time. But there's the second character was like a like an archaeologist and he has like a pet mouse and he's like looking for um, ancient ruins. So he's he's going to like some area that's been picked clean that, that has no treasure. And he's trying to find uh, he's trying to find some type of treasure. And so you have to go and navigate these uh, mazes until you get down to the basement and they kind of give you a whole story like, all right, there's a past civilization that or aliens from another planet that came to this world and they leave like these hologram hologram records and they're out there. So basically he gets that. He's like, okay, let me go out there and do that. And so the only other thing I could think of that, like the battle systems turn base, I'll make sure I mention that. Uh, there's no way to rewind shit or fast forward. That's the only thing my complaint with some of these things. Really? So it's not in, it's not in all the games. You can rewind. I, I apologize. You can rewind. Okay. I've used it a couple times where I fucked up and, I didn't heal in time, and then, you know, a boss beats me, yeah. and I'm like, oh, game over, and I rewind. You That's can't helpful to have, so you don't have to load your save and then get to wherever the battle was and all that kind of stuff. That's a good feature. My biggest complaint is you can't fast forward, so you're stuck in that yeah. battle. If it takes five minutes and you're waiting for shit to load, I've gotten used to some RPGs where I can just fast forward, you know, and get up to my turn and to make it, you know, some of the grinding stuff more bearable. This is old-school yeah. PS1 Early PS1, late SNES type RPG turn-based bullshit. Yep. Uh, and outside of that, each character has a different set of tools. So I think Rudy has a bombs he can lay everywhere, and I just did that bullshit you do like in every Zelda game, where I just lay bombs on every chicken <laughs> in proximity and just blow them up. See what um, I can find. Do 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 do. Yep, lay them everywhere. Uh, and then I think the, the the second character, I forgot his name. I, I don't want to look it up. I don't want to slow us down. Uh, he has like that pet mouse I talked about. He was, he'll send it flying and. He's uh he'll usually go like touch switches or you know grab something that's far away. You can send him. He'll magically fly across gaps and you know get areas you can't get to type situations. So like I said I probably played about five hours because I'm at the point now where I can choose another character and I stop there for the day. So 
that pro- that prologue part always in every wild arms game seems to be slow because it builds up slowly. Um, but I, for what I've known, they it's a feature that has been incorporated in every wild arms game. It's something that's I've seen that's unique to it. They're known for. Yeah, I remember that character with the mouse from the anime intro with the whistling, like the whistling western theme, which is all there. Yeah, which is great. Uh, How did I've, that look? Um, it looks it looks like a PS one game. I mean, because I fucked around with the settings. And, uh, you know, I did, like, Pixel Perfect, and it looks like a butthole on my TV. If I had a smaller TV, yeah. maybe. That retro classic's the way to go. I think yeah, so. that when filter, I was tinkering that, with it, that's what I liked. That retro filter is great. It is is yeah. very... They've gotten better with filters. Uh, a lot better. Um, but, yeah, 4 by 3 is horrible. I'm, like, looking at a cell phone on, on my take to my TV, and I'm like, yeah. I can do this. <laughs> so, it's like, it is bad. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, they're all play, they're all playable ways, you know play these games so uh i'm all for it because I, I did i did mess around with mr driller uh and i, I forgot like oh, i'll have to keep continuously catching air and i think i did that for like five minutes before i just kept getting crushed to death and i was like i don't feel like doing this anymore and then i dropped off that um i've never played the ps1 version i've only played PS1 the dreamcast one, one. is yeah. it yeah ps1 one, I, it's i think the dreamcast one is probably the better yeah. version of the two uh but it, it, it it's confident it's confident uh, and I think that's all the the PlayStation Classic stuff I played outside of that. I mean, outside of that, I won't take too much more time, but I did fuck around and put Death Smiles in on my PS4 and playing that. Because we were talking about all those uh, games being on Switch from uh, Cave. Yeah. Uh, I still wish I would I can get that on 360 um, backwards compatible. Um, but I didn't buy the PS4 one. I got I think I ordered the one from Japan. I think there's an English release, but it comes out, it's coming out later this year. Okay. It's um, a schmuck, it's, right? Yeah, it is. It's like you play. I don't, it's like you play these magical witch girls that dress in like Lolita clothing, or like gothic Lolita clothing. It's weird. I don't know what the story is about because like you're going around and you're they're clearing the forest and these areas of monsters, and then you end up running into this girl who's like, oh, my father's trying to kill everybody, and they're like, oh, okay, we'll stop them. And you know, it's, uh, I'm like, okay, sure. I'm like, uh, the only difference on this one is that you know how most shooters, so they give you three buttons on this one. So you have A, B, and C. Let's say A, B, and C. A is to shoot left. Like a Genesis controller. B is, that works too. B is to shoot right. And then C is your bombs. And if you press okay. A and B at the same time, it auto auto targets one enemy at the screen. But if you have somebody coming behind you, you're fucked. So, and if you get, and they, they give you like this point system. So like if you kill a certain amount of enemies, they give you these golden skulls. Once you collect a thousand of them, you can unlock a, a super mode where you can press A and B at the same time. And it makes you basically invisible until all that countdown from 1,000 to zero happens. Which is called bullshit because there's a couple times I got hit and I died. And I was like, I could have sworn when I did the tutorial, I said, I'm supposed to be fucking invisible unless it's a boss. But whatever, here we are. So, do, I mean, do, 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 do. which is, you know, that's a good way to look at it. Because most of those monsters in that game or the villain, or, you know, the things you're killing in there are very reminiscent of reminiscent of like, like a castlevania game you're like oh. the same fucking fishmen jumping out of the water and stuff like that that's what it looks like so are but these I mean, the 360 cave shooters that came in the big boxes like i have the big box that comes with the the, the faceplate and everything i saw the faceplate yeah. faceplate that's what it was yep yeah yeah and, it, and it, it, this is a good one because this one i mean i like the 361 but it's like i think they stopped that version 1.1 but this one has like every fucking version of the one and two like it has like the arcade oh cool point one 2.0 it's like it doesn't mix them match them into like one single version you can choose each version of the game as they were updated in the arcades so is that it, an expensive 
Was it an expensive import for PS4? I think it's like 40 bucks. You can get it's on Switch and get on uh, PS4. Um, for all that content. And the 361, I'm assuming, is way more expensive right now. I don't know. I haven't looked. Uh, uh, I guess I could check. I mean, I don't know. It, probably because it's locked to that console, unfortunately. I was hoping that yeah. City Connected would... I don't even think they got a native three, uh, three, uh, Xbox port on there, which sucks. Because that, that was really an Xbox. I mean, they signed... that Xbox Japan signed that deal with Cade to like, hey, put your shit on our console. And they were putting it on there before they were putting on anything else. Like uh, the same thing with like the Steins Gate, they're like, hey, it's basically a PC. Put all this stuff on here, you know. Um, but yeah, it's good. I've I've only gone through Death Smiles one, so I haven't got to the second one. But and then they came out with like a an expansion pack. I think I bought that because it was part of the summer sale. It's like fourteen ninety nine. It's like an extra game, so I never played it before. So I'll, I'll fuck around with that at some point. Cool. But I played too much shit. I watched too much anime. It's Brant's turn. So uh, bring us home, young Brant. I'll start off by copying Cesar. I uh, also played some PS1 uh, via PS5 games. If, if I go, went ahead and paid that money for the subscription, might as well check these things out. Yeah. YouTuber brand, uh, let's go. I think I'm going. I think I'm also gonna upgrade. Um, I decided to play the two that you can't play without uh, subscribing, which was Tekken 2 and Mr. Driller. Um. Tekken is still a great fighting game. Um, Retro Classic is the best filter on that thing. Um, It makes them look like they're supposed to be viewed. Yeah. I don't see how... I'm sure there's uh, that those other two aesthetics I'm sure are good for Tekken, somebody, but it it doesn't look bad the other ways, but it looks really? best with that retro classic to me. Yeah. Um. To to me, Tekken always I get through like four, three, four, or five matches or something like that, and then the computer scales so high up that like <laughs> I'm like I'm punching over them and they're doing the spin kicks and then I'll duck and they like jump hit me from above and shit. I'm like oh my gosh, this. AI is just ridiculous. I was not ready. Um, Mr. Driller, same thing. Uh, played around with it. Um, it's one of those like mind, well, semi-mindless puzzle games where you can just sit there and and play and just kind of watch and you know collect your air as you need it. And like Cesar says, when you get bored, you're like, all right, well, that's I experienced the game. It's yeah. it's just one of those things where you just it's literally just high score. It's, how how far can you get? That's it's yeah. like. And I don't want to take too much of your time, Brian, but it's like, I guess the best examples, like, and Richard, you know this from playing classic games. Like, you play those, like, old shoot-em-ups, like, G. Darius or mm-hmm. anything else like that, where you, you get, or any, any like, Contra or anything like that, where you get, like, these super fucking powerful characters. Like, you get everything in that game, and you're like, oh, I'm destroying everything. Then you die, and then you start from scratch, and you're like, I'm not playing this game. Yeah. It's like, it totally my, destroys your, your soul, you know? My my go-to on that one is uh, Blazing Lasers on Turbo Graphics. Because, yep, when you get... When you lose and have to start over from there, and then you're like way deeper in the game than when you first started building mm-hmm. up all that shit, that'll uh, that's demoralizing. <laughs> Rich is looking around like, all right, what else can I play on this console? Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah that's at that point. Oh, just like y'all are saying, I'm like, okay, that was my run, good job. I'm not worried about the lives or anything. Like, okay, that was that was fun. <laughs> if I didn't have a save state on that Turbo Graphics Mini, I'm like, nah, I'm done. That was good. I saw it. I saw the thing. I played it. Um. Then also. Hot Shots Golf. Um, How I don't think I've ever played the first one. Does it? Is it a solid good. game of Hot Shots? It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's surprisingly really good. Um, I did the same thing where I kept getting kept getting birdies. I was just 
I started getting impatient trying to get the you know eagles and shit. So whatever, man. You just better than me. Look at that. Uh, you don't have to <laughs> rewind for your birdies. I, I have to rewind. No, I know. I'm. I'm. I, I did rewind. Trust I me. sense a. I sense a couple of rounds of Hot Shots Golf on PS4 for the three of us streaming. Uh. Yeah, I can do that. On. Hold That'd on. Be fun. Hold on. The ultimate way. In VR. Way to do it. <laughs> yes. You already knew. You already uh, knew. I don't know how it's that... one player. It's one player though. So. Oh, damn it! Okay. I was getting ready to set up all that bullshit. <laughs> that that's that's one of the ones where we'd have to do it in person. We'd be like, yeah. all right, you get up, you you get to do you know two holes or whatever, three holes, something like that, and then next person set up and try and beat the high score. So. Here, put on my sweaty goggles. It's okay. We can have disinfectant wipes. We'll be all right. Yeah, let's uh, play, let's play like a nine hole hot shots thing for a stream. That would be awesome. The back nine. Let's go. Um, sure. We do the back nine or front nine. <laughs> yes, Cesar. Those are the two. Those are the two <laughs> options. Thank you. <laughs> which, which one are we doing now? Uh, I I'd like to play one of those crazy golf games where you're where you're just like the ball on the course, like the crazy mini golf ones. There's a a walkabout mini golf on Oculus that everybody raves about that I've been tempted to get. It's supposed to be just insane. Uh, Yeah. Like, was it what is it? What's the golf? What the golf? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, But either way, all all of those PS1 games actually play really good. Um, And like the rewind feature is seamless. Save states seamless. Everything just works. I'm so glad they did this. Uh, other it than that, the, it gave us the proper versions. I know we've touched know. on that. We didn't get forked with uh, the bad PAL ones. The only thing is, yeah, you have to subscribe if you want to play Tekken or Mr. Driller, and those are just the starting titles. Who knows what else they'll do that with in the future? Yeah. Uh, but majority of them you can still go through and buy. And oh wait, no. Uh, wasn't it director's cut as well? You can't Resident yeah, Evil director's cut. I buy Resident yep. Evil. Yeah, because I think I I own that game, but it doesn't show up on mine as purchased or available or anything. It's a yeah, it's a uh, service only. That's it's bizarre. Not you think that's a licensing thing with like Capcom? It might have been mm. whatever deal they worked out with to get it on the service yeah. at a certain price. Is my guess because I mean so they could take it away. How bizarre. Uh, other than that, uh, I told y'all about this controller that I was getting in. Yeah. This uh, 8-Bit Doe uh, Xbox Series X Cloud controller. Did it come with uh, the clip for your phone? Is that that SKU that comes with both? No, I, did, I didn't get the clip. Okay. Because I've got this, I've got like a special little weird little flip case thing on my phone. So unless I change cases, it's not going to work. Um, is this for your ape more your apex streaming? I mean, I guess you're always streaming apex, but your apex mobile playing. Uh, well, I haven't tried it with that yet. Uh, I did try cloud gaming. Okay. Um, and at home on, on my Wi-Fi was not bad. Uh, I tried some Ninja Turtles by myself. That was pretty seamless uh and aside from 
aside from growing pains with uh, getting used to the controller uh, on Halo. Halo wasn't bad. It wasn't the best. It wasn't bad, though. Now, going off-site using 5G and 5G Ultra Clear, uh, I don't know. It could have been the area that I was in. Um, Sometimes worked great. Other times it would start like stuttering or giving me um, a lot of latency. Uh, Halo like was super a, noticeable. Oh yeah, Halo was a no go. Um, there, what else did I try? I I just briefly booted up Hades uh, okay. just to see that, and that's more like hack and slash roguelike kind of thing, um, and that. Like I said, sometimes it would be seamless, and then other times it would jitter, and then I'd you know see my character mid attack, and then all of a sudden he'd be back down on the ground and getting hit by stuff. And I'm like, eh. Yeah. Um, what else? That's super I, noticeable. I played a good bit of Pac-Man Museum though. Okay, with your um, newly newly procured Game Pass license <laughs> and uh a lot of this uh a lot of those are, are really good um when i'd have uh latency issues that would screw me up if i'm playing like og pac-man or any of the other pac-mans that are akin to that if you know trying to to you know press up and him not go up him just keep going left or right or whatever whichever way see and I then having, run right to a ghost that, that was with it too that was bad no, um but other than that most of the time it it actually wasn't wasn't that bad if i ever had a connection issue it would just automatically pause the game and i could just close the app or go right back to the uh home screen of the game pass app and launch right back into it and i'm it's like i never missed a beat picked up your session right there um they recently upgraded all that stuff to series x consoles i believe mm -hmm. so you're connecting right back to that quick resume and everything else yeah and that was it's it's actually really really fun a lot of the there's a lot of weird ass pac-man games um pac land and all that stuff and pack in time or something pack pack (laughs) pack and roll Um, oh i'm I'm assuming pac land hasn't really held up it's not as it's it was never great um i i was surprised to see the um what is it pac-man 2 256 or 2 2 uh the the made by the crossy roads people that one's on there i was like oh heck yeah um i like crossy roads that one that one's good too um but yeah i I played that a little bit, and then what else did I try? I think I think that was it. I think I booted up. Yeah, I did boot up um, Omori, but that's that's one of those like slower to start games, and right. I was noticing like a jitter every now and then. I'm like, mm, this probably isn't. This is probably if anything like RPGs would be okay on cloud streaming because if you you know miss a tiny a tiny beat or a stutter or something you're you're not going to notice it as much it doesn't need that precise feedback and especially if it's a if it's a turn-based so um 
But yeah, like it it all came down to um to connection, of course. Um, but some of them even didn't because I have a, I have a you know great connection here at the house. And one of the things I did boot up that's the other that's the other one I was missing was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, and while I never had any sound issues or anything, mm. I noticed like I boot up the game and I do that little first part because the uh, the beginning of the game. Peter Quill is just sitting on the bed and he he's he's got the uh, the fold out from the cassette he's listening to. Okay. And you're looking all over the, the fold out of the cassette and you can flip it over and, you know, look at all the lyrics. And oh, that's cool. Uh, and he's in his room. You can put down that uh, fold out. There's a magazine there. There's, you know, the tape deck. You can you can pick up your Walkman and fast forward or rewind through the songs. Um, but. I was noticing a lot of a lot of uh, input lag with that because, I mean, I'm just sitting there kind of trying to interact with things and I would push the stick up and then it would look. I push the stick down, wait down. So there was there was a good bit of input lag on that. This sounds like my experience with uh, xCloud. And yeah, as a as a third person action shooter, I was like, ooh, yeah. if it's just doing that while I'm trying to like look around and interact with things in a still I, room, I, like not nothing moving around you type deal. Yeah, um, I haven't tried streaming anything to the console. I don't know if that's would have any kind of different. I didn't um, have great luck with it when I tried it. I just I, st- I still don't think it's it's a cool it's a cool concept. Yeah. Uh, I still don't think the technology is there yet. I mean, it's it's close, but we just the the connectivity and and signal strength and input lag and all these other little variables are are holding it back. Yeah. Um. But when it works, it it's actually pretty cool. It's so that, and I'm it, it feels I'm so there, futuristic when you pull it yeah, off. Yeah. I'm sitting there with a controller and I'm you know looking at freaking um like i said halo playing infinite on my phone and i'm like this this is this is insane um but really other than that um i haven't really haven't really done that much more i'm uh we we all played a lot of games this week. i was gonna say we 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 played a lot of games yeah we played a lot together yep um now with Game Pass and the new PlayStation Plus tier, got the freaking burden of choice. Um, there's there's my nightmare. This huge plethora of games on both services, and it's just like game overload. Like, well, should I play that? Should I play that? And I'm you know looking at the lists of of both of these services. There's a lot to go through. And there's a lot of value in both these services too. Two great services. Instant choice paralysis. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's tons. And that's the other thing with with uh, with Game Pass is it's so easy, especially if you pull it up on your phone. There's a little tab and you can look at exactly what's playable on cloud, what's playable on console and what's what's there on PC. So it's pretty easy to to see all your immediate choices right there. We're in a golden era. Yes, we and are. And now they're making it now they're making it easier than ever to play previous Golden Era games, which I know we are all all down for. But uh, yeah, that's it. 
that it for us? All right. Y'all got anything else you want to add before we get out of here? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Twitch. Twitch. Yeah. Follow us on Twitch. Help us get that affiliation. Tell your friends. That's going to be the big thing. Richard's Tell back your to friends. Doing, Richard's back to doing the, the spiel at the very end. Oh, God. Remember the spiel? <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Stitcher. SoundCloud. Stitcher Radio. Yeah, SoundCloud. Telegram. Oh, God, we did use Telegram for a while. <laughs> Is that where the infamous triology list was made? <laughs> I believe so. Oh, uh, we got to convert Brant to iOS, and then we don't have to deal with the green bubbles anymore. Oh, no. Come on, Brant. Come on over. No more green bubbles. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. I thought he was born in the USA. That too. <laughs> Never could get into Springsteen. He just doesn't doesn't hit for no. me. You either, Brant? Nah, he can't. His 80s albums are really good. Outside of that. And I know this is an unpopular opinion. Pearl Jam as well. Can I get into Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam really? is the, the one with Jeremy Spoken, and after that they... Uh, yeah, I was about to say, Pearl Jam 10 was was peak Pearl Jam. That yeah, guess was, guess which I, album I ordered and gave a full shot to, like, start to finish. Really? Nothing. I, I did enjoy their last one, was uh, the one, or I don't know how many they came out with. Uh, the one with the fixer. I like. I do like the fixer. Their best I record... I don't think I would ever like jam to a Pearl Jam CD, huh? but uh, maybe like a Greater Sits or something like that. The best album I've heard them play is Neil Young's Mirrorball, in which Eddie Vedder does not appear. I think it's more. I yep, just there it is. Brand. Happen to have it within arm's reach. Right God, it's like it's like the days gone of your music collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just always right there, ready to be played and spun. I mean, he, he Brent yeah. is living. Brent That's is living. Uh, was it? Is it Duncan St. John or whatever his name is? He's living his best life right there. He's like everything that he would have in that Days Gone, Brent has near him. So yeah. I see him as a Pearl Jam enjoyer of 10 as he rides a motorcycle, the audio slave. That one's like five bucks on Amazon, too. I got that one a couple months back. An- another one that um probably peak right here. Oh, God. That's a good record. Start to that finish. That's a good one. Yeah. Start to finish. That's a good one. There's, there's very few shots that they've had like more recently that i'm like okay that one's fine that one's fine but after that album it was like eh, like kind of a peak and valley kind of thing and we don't we don't we don't talk about after that album man no the follow-up i know is another unpopular opinion i loved pinkerton pinkerton is an angry ass album he's going through some shit it is such a good record that's another one start to finish but he's it's it's not the blue album it's also a great one that's the two. Is that the two disc one? Uh, I actually think it is. Grant, you're not out of touch. I'm proud of you. Sir. No, it's not. No, it's not. But we're definitely out of time. We're about <laughs> to be out of time. I love the here the that plastic case with yeah. CDs as you jumble them around. More recently, yeah. Y'all listen to them at all? I've heard that name. Is that a good yeah. record? Yeah.
All sees uh, Richard's reflection in the CD cover. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Greta Van Fleet. Uh, very Zeppelin esque. Ooh. I may have to check that one out. What's the name of that record? In the was it in the trees? Uh, from from the wood. From from the fires. Songs from the wood. But enough of that. Let's get this train a going. 